Welcome to Instinctual. I'm your host, John. This is a stream of consciousness podcast, and this is episode four of said podcast. Sorry for the delay for those of you who have been following me closely, whoever you may be. I took the week off for July 4th to do a little traveling, which has or will influence this episode in particular. This episode's subject is going to be about emotion and to do with emotion um, in a couple of different ways. Emotional detachment, emotional denial, and emotional suppression. And maybe emotional denial and suppression are kind of close. I don't know. We'll figure that out as we go along. Going back to how my trip influenced this episode. So I went to Michigan where my family has a cottage out there. When I was younger, I used to go quite a bit. Um, in the past, I mean, it might be as many as five years, maybe more, but probably at least four or five years. I haven't gone. Um, either I was doing something completely different or just disinterested. It's about a six-hour road trip, and sometimes that's just too much road trip for me to swallow. It is lovely when you go up there, but there are some challenges for a proper urbanite city boy such as myself. Nothing that can be overcome with a little bit of know-how and, um, I mean, basically just relaxing. Uh, anyway, it had been so long since I'd been up there, I had forgotten so many of the emotions that I used to feel when I went up there. Um, emotions that you wouldn't necessarily want to feel, insecurities, um, inferiorities, just, yeah, a, a, a lot of not being good enough, being the odd man out, um, without getting into too much detail, you know, it was just me comparing myself to other family members up there and finding that I didn't measure up. And whether this was body image issues or technical expertise, um, yeah, there was just so much. And honestly, I had forgotten all about that part of you know, the cottage of, of that trip. And as I'm saying that, I'm thinking, but did I? Did I really forget? Or is it just that every time I thought about going up there, it was very easy to say, oh, well, I don't want to do the road trip and then just move right along. You know, as if I'm just reading the cover of a book, even though, uh, or, or not even reading the cover of a book. I'm just looking at the image of the cover of the book, which is just a car on a road. Even the book says, you know, insecurities in Michigan with Jonathan. So I am so grateful that I did go up, that those emotions could be brought to the surface. Um, I don't know that I've said this in previous podcasts, but every interaction is a gift. Anytime anyone emotionally triggers you, anytime, well, I don't know about any time, most of the time when someone emotionally triggers you or you have an experience where you just, oh my God, this rush, it is a gift because unless those emotions are brought to the surface, you may not know they exist, they'll be a lot harder to heal. Think of yourself as a pond you know, and there's all this muck or, you know, this sediment in at the bottom, you're not able to, to do that. Your arm is only so deep. You might not even be able to see all the way to the bottom. So by stirring that up and it, you know, it, it rises from the bottom and comes to the surface, you can then start to filter and, and clean that water until you're crystal clear, which is a life or lives long journey. 
Uh, be patient with yourself there. But So this was my muck being brought to the surface. In addition to that experience, um, there's been a lot of talk with some friends and acquaintances of mine on the difference between emotional suppression, emotional denial, and emotional detachment. A lot of the time I will talk to people who are unfamiliar with my spirituality and I'll talk about how I, I aim to be emotionally detached from things. And ask yourself, what's the first connotation when you hear emotional detachment? I think for most people, it's it's the Stoics, it's Stoicism, it's, you know, the Zen master who is in total peace and enlightenment at all times, and nothing faces him, and he'll always talk like this. But, but um, that's kind of hearing emotional detachment and then taking it farther than what the word entails. That's you applying your own connotation. If you stick with the denotation, emotional attachment is just being detached from uh, the emotion. It doesn't mean that you don't feel the emotion. It just means you're not, there's, there's no attachment. You're not holding onto it. You're not gripping it, which then gives you the freedom to experience emotions as they come up. And, um, and you, and you do that without judgment. Now, what most people think of when they hear emotional attachment is emotional denial. You know, I, I say, oh, it's it's good to be emotionally detached, to be free that way. And they go, well, I mean, you got to let yourself feel some things. And I said, but I, I'm not, it's not that I'm preventing myself from feeling anything. It's that I am choosing. I'm not even preventing myself from being emotionally detached because I still have some serious emotional detachments around romance, love, career, money. Um, I'm just, I'm opting or I'm setting a goal of wanting to be emotionally detached, of of wanting to be free. I, and I keep repeating that, wanting to be free, but it is the simplest way of describing it. It's being free to experience. When you are emotionally detached, or emotionally attached, you know, look at your wrist right now, and with your opposing hand, grab that wrist and squeeze hard. And that's emotional attachment. And it's restrictive, and there's pressure there. And I bet if you held that grip long enough, you might start to do other things and not even notice that you're still gripping. Think of how many people you know or situations with yourself where, where it's very obvious they have that tension of emotional attachment. Um, another thing you might notice, and this is something I've described to people with anxiety. I've been meeting, been meeting a lot of people with anxiety lately, which maybe it's anxiety within myself because we attract where we're at uh, by and large. Um, but anxiety, the best way I describe that is a hum, you know, that can get loud or you get soft. Some people ignore it. Some people lean into it and embrace it. And, you know, but it's, it's that always there. Um, but we'll focus on the emotional attachment, the grip holding, you know, what happens when you let go and it's lighter, it's easier. There's less tension. There's freedom. You know, you can get your wrist wet, you can get it dry, you can put things on it, you can uh, accessorize or leave it bare. It'd be freedom. There is freedom. Um, so to summarize, just before I jump into more, so emotional suppression, you know, is the idea of not letting emotions come to the surface or not looking deeper. I want to keep them suppressed. Emotional denial, also probably not not wanting to look deeper, but also emotional denials. Oh, well, that doesn't happen. Denial is the direct, you know, I I deny that. I do not acknowledge. So 
you know, with my Michigan trip, I don't think it was so much as emotional denial as emotional suppression because I didn't deny that those emotions existed. If somebody had shined some light on that and said, hey, look at this, I would have said, yeah, definitely that's there. Um, but it was more suppression in that uh, I wasn't going to bring it to the surface. And, and to some extent, I, I really did consciously forget. Subconsciously, of course, I didn't. But consciously, I did not realize until I got there. Um, and I even, uh, you know, I kind of prepared. I was going to bring uh, a friend of mine, an ex-partner, uh, as kind of proof of concept or validation of my growth. As if, you know, I needed that to prove that I've grown. Uh, it was incredible to go there. Multiple family members didn't recognize me. Granted, it's been five years, and but but uh, didn't recognize me. Multiple family members commented to my mother just how much it seems that I've really changed um from the more maybe tense and um i don't know fake gruff i don't know how i would describe my younger self but from the the more uh, down you know tension anxious you know desire to prove awkward type to the person that i am today which i would describe myself as you know more easygoing by and large and um Although sometimes I mean, you have to talk to my mom and my brother, I suppose. Maybe they, they, they differ. But uh, at any rate, change has occurred. And, and so to anybody out there that ever hears, you know, people don't change. I, I say that's BS. There's, no, people change. You're always changing. It's just the question of speed um, and a question of how much you can let go. People are always changing, though. It's such an interesting concept. The more, you know, if you've heard this phrase, the more people change, the more they stay the same. The more things change, the more they stay the same. You know, I, I don't really bind that. The closest I believe in that is if you take a pen and you start drawing loops and you start on the left side of the page and you need to get to the right. So you keep drawing loops uh, and end up with kind of like a swirly, curly thing. Uh, but you will have moved from the left side to the right side of the page. So there is change even if you're kind of doing, you're move, you're, you keep going in circles, but you're moving forward as you go in those circles. So change can, change can occur the more you want it to, the more you genuinely work at it, and the more freedom you um, allow for it. So emotional detachment, there you go. But definitely make no mistake, emotional detachment is not emotional suppression, and it's not emotional denial, and it's not stoicism. It's, it's choosing to, you know, trust in yourself. It's choosing love or whatever emotion you want to embody while simultaneously honoring what emotions naturally come up. When I first started my uh, spiritual study, I had interpreted some ideas on emotional control as we always choose what we want to feel. Um, and that's a misnomer. There are, there's definitely, there's a choice. Sometimes you will be able to choose what you want to feel by feeding thoughts that then grow or foster those emotions. So think in terms of if you want to feel happy, think happy thoughts. If you want to feel good, put the music uh, on that embodies what you want to feel versus necessarily what you do feel. And at the same time, sometimes it's great to honor, you know, you're feeling kind of low and sad and you want some low and sad vibes, um, some Elliot Smith or uh, Nick Drake, pop that on. Why not? 
Other times, you know, maybe get a little poppy and uh, put on some Van Halen, some Queen, get upbeat because you you want to lift up. Not because you're afraid of feeling depressed, but because it's just get lighter. Why well, feel heavy? What, what's the need for it? Sometimes there is a need. Sometimes there's, you know, you need to honor that emotion, that process. Either way, uh, I, I quickly corrected myself in that, that it, while we can control or influence or command our emotions at times, other times you're going to have natural emotional responses. Not natural in the sense of humanity, but natural in the sense of you, your response, what you feel. Um, and I think that there is a natural, you know, human, we're all humans kind of thing. We're all men, we're all women, we're all trans, we're all whatever we want to identify as. Um, and then there's also natural as specific to you because we're also in different places by and large. So honor, hold space for yourself there, right? But yeah, I mean, that's the bottom line on emotional suppression, on emotional detachment, on emotional denial. And um, there we go. I've started um, some new work. I'm hoping to keep up or I will keep up with the podcast once a week and I hope people are enjoying it. I'm still intending to get an email address and get maybe something a bit more permanent, but for now, this is it. And again, friendly reminder of information subject to change. Take what you want from this podcast. Leave the rest if there are things you like, if there are things you don't like. Uh, it's just putting it out there and hoping that it helps people help themselves. So thanks again so much for listening. And uh, remember that you are unconditionally loved. So unconditionally love yourself.